Hello and welcome to Drawing About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jay, joined as always by my man, Joe Aguirre, Ovi Muniz, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay. Let's get, well, we got a lot to talk about. Big win for the Giants on Sunday. They got their second win, doubled up their win count. And then uh, rematch with the Eagles, obviously. Big game coming up, and we'll get into picks as well as fantasy. But let's talk about that win. They got the win. And uh, what do you think about the game, Sean? Okay. What did you think about the game, Joe? Well, I, I'll tell you uh, I what. I thought it was a solid all-around win for the Giants. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to laugh, man. What a delayed reaction we got there. I think he's froze. I think he's having a little bit of connection issues. We got you, Sean. All right. Well, let me tell you what I saw because obviously I watched the game. I watched. Yeah, I rewatched. Oh, yeah. the... You can go. I'm just gonna try and uh, reload the Wi-Fi. All right. Yeah. Do your thing. I, I rewatched the game today, and after I rewatched it, you know what my my thought was: if Alex Smith had started the game, and had Alex Smith. Not literally just – I mean, I know we got a couple snaps in last week. Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over three times. The thing that kills me about this game for the Giants, I mean, a 20-3 to lead. They were in the driver's seat. And in the second half, just sat back in his zone and got picked apart. And I think to myself, how many times have we seen this over the years with the Giants where – they get a lead, and they sit in the zone. I mean, Leonard Williams had a huge sack on a three-man rush that, I mean, fans still don't give this guy enough credit for being the disruptive force that he is. And Logan Ryan might have been the best signing the Giants have ever had. I mean, that guy just makes play after play after play. He was he had the pressure on the pepper sack, which which honestly should have sealed the game. The Giants came out. And had a three and out series that literally took 30 seconds off the game clock. Like that's unacceptable. Also, I'll tell you what, on on the the second and eight with 204 to go, they hand the ball off to Wayne Goleman. And if he would have kept that handoff, he probably would have scored a touchdown. Everybody was in the box expecting Goleman to get that. They ended up scoring a, uh, their last touchdown on that same play. So it was there for him. Again, use Daniel Jones, man. If he would have, you guys know what to play I'm talking about. If he would have kept that ball, yeah. nothing but daylight. Take a shot. I mean, you know, a, a good win for the Giants. But again, I think all things considered, I'm not sure that the Giants are a better team still at the end of the day than Washington with a with a regular, healthy, not rusted. Alex Smith, I'm not sure the Giants would have won this game. The defense is great, though. But again, to just sort of throw it on the defense like you've been doing for the last couple of years is unfair to the defense. It's like, oh, we got a lead now here. You just protect it. I mean, that's you, you got to keep scoring points. And, and until the Giants can, I mean, again, this is what I talk about with winning. I mean, again, it came down to the wire, and there's no reason why this game should have. But I still love Daniel Jones. I still think Daniel Jones is the guy. 
I mean, the, the passing was, was, was on point. Ingram actually held on to one, had a nice big drop later on in the game. Uh, that really is getting obviously very annoying for everybody. But, I mean, look, I think all in all, a win is a win. You got to feel good about a win. I think we all felt good about it. Um, I don't know. I say that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm not as critical as you. Um, I thought they played actually a pretty good game. Again, I go back to last week when I said they're not playing full games, which is part of the issue. They're coming out, they're playing strong first half, and then they disappear in the second half, which has been their thing for like the last few years which is something that they just need to work out. But other than that, I thought there was a good team. Um, I actually thought the biggest play of the game was the sack on Daniel Jones at the end of the game where he decided to actually hold on to the ball instead of fumble. And I actually thought that might be a game-changing and luck-changing time right there for the Giants. And hopefully, you know, can, it, you know, catapult that offense into getting, you know, more offense going. I don't, I, I don't At this point, I don't know what's wrong with the offense because I thought the line played really well. I thought they blocked, you know, considerably well compared to um, how they've been blocking. I think this is the most amount of run yards we've had all season, actually, with the, um, the line added of Pert and, um, oh, my gosh. Lemieux. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, um, Shane, um, Shane Lemieux. Uh, I think that line right there, if they keep that line set up, I think they'll be able to create more run, and then they'll be able to get the pass with Golden Tate coming back next week. I think that, you know, ha- not having Golden Tate, I think that really hurt a lot. Obviously, only having Sterling Shepard, like you said, uh, not really confident in the tight end to catch the ball. So I think, like I said, adding golden tape, and then you have that line. I think the offense will get going, and the defense will continue to play as well as they've been playing. And the team, like I said, they're going to win the division. I, I told you before, it's going to be a probably 7-9 type of situation, but they will win the division. Uh, who's it going to be? Right. Um, I totally agree. Uh, what, what Joe was saying, listen, if, if they're going to win the division, um, yeah. they got to close out. You know, just scoring three points in the second half is not going to not gonna cut it. 20-3 to three lead, blowing it all the way to the end, and then it's a nail-biter at the end. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just that's not Giants football. It never was. And this is the area where, okay, they got to they gotta improve. So, uh, by all means, Daniel Jones did an awesome job. Got to give him credit, but we still need to protect him. He was sacked five times. Um, and then also, I was impressed with Alfred Morris. Uh, nine carries for 67 yards. I mean, he was averaging seven seven yards. I mean, this guy was aggressive. I was motivated every time he got the ball. And then to come to find out, he got demoted to the practice squad. So I was like, damn, you know, that's the guy you need to play. You know, he was the, the only one that's given light to at least look you know, have the offensive line look good for a little bit. Um, but you got like Wayne Goldman. I mean, your 14 carries for 68 yards. I mean, he, they got to do more with him. But other than that, hey, a win's a win. But if you're going to celebrate because they got the second one, look, we beat Washington twice already. That's the only victory we have. All right. So I'm not popping those champagnes whatsoever. I think uh, from here on out, we got the Eagles this Sunday. And uh, like I say, my picks all for later, but I'm confident that the Giants can prevail this weekend. I'm for sure for that. All right. All right. Everything working well, Sean? Yeah. um, Probably not because it's moving. It's going good now. Uh, Just a little bit of technical difficulties, but uh, I didn't hear everything you guys. 
Absolutely. Oh, is it delayed? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I, I've seen his movies like this right. before. Um, Friday thirteenth. Right, Friday thirteenth. Is it good now? Just go. Get it wrong. All right, so yeah, I'll just start talking then. Uh, I, I well, yeah, I didn't hear everything you guys said. Um, I thought it was a solid all-around win for the Giants, though. Uh, Daniel Jones, he bounced back from a really rough game uh, with a nice performance in which he didn't turn the ball over uh, for just the second game of his career. Uh, I was very impressed with him not trying to force plays downfield too. Uh, he was he was taking sacks. He was uh, throwing the ball away. And uh, that's how you're going to limit turnovers if you're Daniel Jones uh, going forward. Uh, and it was really encouraging to see. Um, Jones also got a lot of help from the running game. Uh, Giants finished with 166 yards on the ground for nearly five yards per carry. And uh, they, it's a continued trend. This is the fourth week in a row that the O-line has gotten really gotten some movement up front. And um, it's the fourth straight game with over 100 yards rushing. So I think the offensive line has really got some push up front. I think Shane Lemieux has helped out a lot with that. Um, he's a really good run blocker, so I'd like to see that continue to happen. And uh, this was the first time uh, for the defense side of the ball. It's the first time I saw the secondary continually get beat for huge gains downfield, um, which which was not good to see. They, this is really the first time all season that they were getting beat downfield like that by the names of dudes like Cam Sims, who we should not be giving up those plays to. And uh, we had Alex Smith coming in for his first game back in a couple years, so that was not good to see. But uh, – Another thing on the defense, I think Leonard Williams is finally living up to his hefty contract. Uh, he's been a menace going against the run this year, and he's also uh, leading the team in sacks uh, with five, getting some pass rush. So I, I think the defense has to be better closing out games. Uh, they made it too close at the end. But uh, the offense, we definitely saw some strides with uh, no turnovers from Daniel Jones, and uh, the run game got going. Yeah, you're right. The, the run game was a big thing here. The, the O-line was able to get it going. The one thing I don't like from the O-line, I'm going to be very, very critical of the O-line continuing. I've been all year. Uh, I really do like these young guys, and I think they have a lot of potential. But you, you have to show it, and they showed it in the run game this week, and they have shown it in the run game the past couple weeks because they have been getting the run game going. But the thing is, is the five sacks. I understand you're going up against guys like Montez Sweat and uh, and Chase Young and all, all, all these. That is the one good thing that Washington has is their D-line. But you cannot be giving up five sacks. That That's ridiculous. And, uh, like, you got to sure that th stuff up. I, the G Washington is the team that the Giants have beat twice. You're only two wins. You should not be giving up five sacks. And I, I liked what the defense did. Joe, I get your point how they kind of let him back into the ball game. But the, it, 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 I think it really shows how good Alex Smith is. I, I like Alex Smith as a quarterback. We see we, he's been his biggest gripe is everyone said he's a game manager. He likes to check it down. But when it, he saw what the defense was giving it, him in in that lackadaisical zone he was able to look downfield and then the defense was able to shake things up figure things out and and get the picks so i, I like what they did i i i'm very happy in this game it, it should not have been as close as it was because i i definitely think the giants played better and uh the, the, there were times that they did let washington 
back in this football game. But I, I did like what I saw. No turnovers for Daniel Jones. Big, big deal. And, and I, I think this is a confidence booster for him. And I, like I said last week, and like I continue to say, that that's one out of the five of the last eight games they're going to win. They got four more, and I think this is a confidence booster. I think this is where we start seeing the potential of the Giants and the future of the Giants coming up in the next couple games. Let me ask everybody this question. I brought it up, and I'm curious everybody's take. Uh, before I get to it, uh, you know, oh, you made a great point. Alfred Morris, uh, I jotted down on my notes, is like a bulldog. That's the kind of guy that, that knows how to run Giants football. And, and as an NFC East guy, it's not surprising he, he fit in so well. I, I had suggested off the top, Sean, and I, I don't think you heard it because of your problems, but nobody else addressed it. And I just real quick, if I could get everybody's take, do you think if Alex Smith – Say he had been playing for the last few weeks. Do you? Do you? And 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 again, I would I would think wouldn't have had three turnovers. It's not that kind of guy. Do you think the Giants could have won this football game? He, well, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I like I mentioned, like they were able to scheme. Patrick Graham was able to scheme. He he figured it out. He's like, okay, they they're starting to beat us here. I, I do think that there is a little bit of uh, Alex Smith, like not getting the reps, but also he, he's been in games like they, they benched Kyle Allen before. I'm sure he was ready to come in, but like they, he knew what they he was going into. My thing is they didn't bench Kyle in, in respect for the defense. I think no, but before prior I, to this week, I know, but, but I think a bit of the way Kyle Allen exit the game and the way that the next person coming in the game, I'm pretty sure that injury was sitting in the back of the defensive mind. Because I'm pretty sure Alex Smith was just as worried as much as the defense was worried about getting injured again. And I know that has to sit in your mind. After the quarterback that was prior in the game just got hurt with a leg injury, the last thing you want to see is Alex Smith go down with another leg injury on that same leg. So I think a bit of that might have rattled the defense for a little while. I started to notice they didn't play as aggressive as they did when Kyle Allen was in after he went out with the injury as when Alex Smith had came in. I don't know if it, I'm just maybe it's the human factor in me. I'm just saying I think maybe that might have like thrown him off a little bit, shook him up a little bit. Because I don't, again, I wouldn't want to see that injury going. You're talking about Dak just went down, Kyle Allen went down by his defense, and then you bring in this guy. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, 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 I like that point you bring up, Isaiah, because. We are in 2020, like, injuries, like, people, like, take a moment. They, 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 like, respect it. Back when LT did that to Joe Theismann, like, injuring a guy while it was still, I'm not saying, like, celebrated, not bounties or that stuff, but I, I still think you, like, took that under your belt and you, you like, you, you still have that, like, driving factor, like, I'm the baddest to ever do it. You, you have, like, that, uh, like darkness to it like I, I took out this guy i ended this guy's career and, and you kind of like hold on to that we're, we're in 2020 now it's it's different and i think people do feel bad for for that and have like emotions towards it so so i get what isaiah is saying but all, also like i i think we did see i i think it is really on the defense like we we saw the 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 scheming not work out well. And then as soon as uh, Washington started figuring it out, they were able to close it off and figure out And Patrick Graham was able to get the defense in the right spots they needed to be. 
I just didn't want to see Alex Smith get hurt. I said, I don't want to see him get hurt. <laughs> the way this year has been, I wouldn't want to see him get hurt. That's all. I get that. I get that. But, uh, all right. So, uh, two not good teams, not too much to talk about. So, let's look on, uh, into this big game coming up that the Giants have as Philly comes to town, the Pigeons come to play in the in uh, MetLife, and this has this is a big, big game, a very winnable game for the Giants as they lost a heartbreaking uh heartbreaking one-point loss last time around. I, I think the Giants can get it done here, and they need this win to actually have a shot to get to win the division and possibly play meaningful football and, and play football in the playoffs to see how Daniel Jones reacts to that. Sean, what do you think of this game? Yeah, it's obviously a huge game for the Giants. Um, usually at two and seven, you don't have a game this late in the season or uh, with this big implications. But uh, you said it, if they win this game, they'll be uh, right up there tied for the division lead, which will be huge. Um, I think it's it's a tall task. Obviously, last time we played the Eagles, uh, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham uh, went crazy on us. So the protection definitely has to be better. But uh, Andrew Thomas has been playing better of late. So I'm hoping that he has a better uh, game this time around because that's definitely going to be huge going against the uh, Eagles defense. And for the Eagles offense, uh, they'll begin Miles Sanders and Alshon Jeffrey back uh, most likely. Um, I think that might be a good thing for the Giants, just the way that Boston Scott has killed uh, this Giants defense the past two years. <clears throat> so um, I think we're, we're going to have to shut down the run game because uh, then it's going to be in Carson Wentz hands. If we force it to Carson Wentz to pass the ball the whole time. Uh, hopefully we'll get some turnovers with some interceptions or some uh, fumbles. So it's a really important game, like you said. Um, and I, I think the Giants have a good chance to win this game and uh, maybe be right there for the division after this week. Yeah, look, I, I think that this is a, a one of the winnable games on the Giants' schedule. I think it's great that the Giants do have some games coming up that are winnable. And they also have games coming up against teams like the Seahawks and the Cardinals. And I think those games are going to be really important because let's just say by some miracle, let's say the Giants win this weekend. Uh, they continue to win some games. Maybe they're even able to beat one of those teams, one of those better teams. There's three good games left for them. Maybe they could win one out of those three, take the other three and put themselves in a position to make the postseason. I think, you know, look, we've seen the Giants play better. I think this game against the Eagles comes down to coaching. This is going to be, they've got to finish this game. They've got to play four quarters. you got to do it. This is the only way you're going to beat the Eagles. I mean, we see the Giants get exposed at the end of these games over and over and over again. And the Eagles, it's been, it's been the worst of the worst. So you can't you can't get ahead and then sit on your laurels like they did against Washington. This is going to be a fight. I think the defense is up for the challenge. And I think Daniel Jones and his offense are up for the challenge if Jason Garrett utilizes this kid's skills. I'm going to pick the Giants to win this week. All right. I love it. I love it. What are you thinking about this week, Zay? 
Yeah, I agree with Joe, though. I, um, it's going to be a hard-fought game. Definitely going to have to be a four-quarter game. The Giants have to play all four quarters. Um, like you said, the defense is definitely up for the task. It's the offense that, that I'm worried about. But if they can find a way to score more touchdowns and not settle for the field goals, I, I think the Giants can win. And in my opinion, this is probably the biggest game of the season because, that you know, you wouldn't want to come down to the end of the season with a tie-breaking situation and you've lost to the Eagles twice. So... I think the Giants have to get it done. I think it's like Joe says, hard for a game, close one, field goal type of game at the end. But I, I take the take him to the Giants in this one. You know, I I think that uh, if the Giants play right, we don't have to wait till the end of the game to see if they win by the field goal. They had a chance to defeat them by more than two possessions, but they let that slip away, especially in the fourth quarter when they allowed the Eagles to come back and score 12 points to take that 22-21 lead. Uh, but I think that the defense need to put more pressure on Wentz. They had three sacks last time. I think that if they double that, then the Giants will have a chance. And all of a sudden in the offense, look, Daniel Jones is going to be Dan, uh, Daniel Jones all the way. I mean, I, I don't expect nothing less from him. He played outstanding against them, uh, but the run game has to be a factor. Uh, again, we, we mentioned um, what's his name that's not going to be there. He got demoted to the uh, to the practice Moore. squad. Exactly. So I, I'm a little dis disappointed because I was looking for him to play in this game because that's the type of running back that we need. But we're going to rely on Goldman and Lewis. I'm sorry, I'm not a Lewis fan. Uh, I think that uh, every time he gets the ball, I, I just feel like, what's he going to do? How many yards are we going to lose, or is he going to cough up the ball? But other than that, I like the way the, the passing game is going because Jones does not have a go-to guy. He is spreading the ball everywhere. He had nine different receivers last week, and I think they're going to continue doing it again. I'm afraid that if they allow Wentz to go in the air like they did last time, we might be in trouble, but I'm still confident that the Giants will prevail this weekend and they will beat them. And I'm going to say it no less than 10 points. The Giants should beat the Eagles. Okay. All right. I, I, I the, the, the reason they demoted Morris was because Freeman should be good to go this week. So that should be a good asset to have back. I, I think he will get it done. I think he's been chomping at the bit to get back. He will have a good game. And I, I agree with you, Ovi. I, I don't really like Lewis. Uh, they hand the ball off to him a lot. He is a very good pass catcher, not a good runner. But uh, they definitely – I think the Giants will get it going. They will continue the momentum from this week. They'll figure things out. And I know – I know in my heart of hearts, Joe Judge will be getting on the O-line – because of those five sacks. And it, it, what happened last time the, these two teams met won't happen again. The the Eagles won't get that pressure. They won't get those sacks. Brandon Graham won't have that type of game. The, the Eagles' defense is dictated on that D-line. And I, I expect these this young offensive line to come ready to play, and, and they're going to get going. And they're, they're, this is that's the determining factor. That's the determining matchup for this game. If the O-line can handle the business of the Eagles defensive line, Daniel Jones will be okay. He won't get that pressure. Everyone likes to give Daniel Jones crap about his turnovers. All of that's from pressure. He is the most pressured quarterback 
in the NFL since he's come into the league. And so that pressure on him is what makes his mistakes. And he is learning, like like you brought up earlier, Zay, he did make, have that big – when he got sacked last week, he was able to keep the ball, protect it. And he is making these, these adjustments, but all, also the O-line needs to make the adjustments and not put him in the situations where he is under that pressure. And, and I think they will come – ready to play, and the, the Giants, I, I, I like what you said, Obi. I, I expect this to be a big win, a big statement win for the Giants. This is not going to be a three-point win. This is not going to be a one-point win. I expect this to be a one-touchdown win, at least by the Giants. I think they're going to come to play. Defense is playing well, and the offense, everything is clicking right now, and I think they're going to continue that momentum and make a run here at the end of this season. I'm going to take my shot. I think that I think this game's going to end on Philly missing what would have been a game-winning field goal. Yeah, I, I think they're in 2012. I have, I have no clue they're talking about a run. <laughs> this game is going to be held to a field goal at the end, folks. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I, I think the Giants defense is going to come up big at the end. They're gonna they're gonna put Philly in a spot where they got to go for a field goal that's a little. Meh. And I think Philly misses it, and Giants hold on to win. That's how I see no, it playing they, out. I think they learned their lesson from this game, man. And I'm telling you right now, dude, they're not going to let it up anymore. This is it. Judge, judge, there's a reason why Judge is the head coach, and he sees what's going on. Look, they're they're progressing every week. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I doubt that it will be a close game. If it's a close game, we're, then we're losing the game. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you, Philly. two scores at the minimum, the Giants will beat the Eagles. Philly's the type of team to always hang around. You can't say that. Oh, they're going to hang around. Yeah. They always, they always they hang, hang around. around. Yo, well, but, but, but wait a minute. Here's, yeah, I here's why on. I got an I issue with that. Hold on. Hold on. Here's my ish, and then you could, you could address this too if you want, Sean. This team just struggled to, to close out Washington despite a 17-point lead at the half. Washington beat Philly, didn't they? Stop. Who cares? I, I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just pointing but, out. But I'm, Zay had a point there about injuries. Maybe that was it. Maybe that that morale, everything sunk down. And we're like, dude, I don't want to get injured. I still got to get paid. Whatever, whatever the reason is, that is a factor into people's head. And I, I believe that that's what happened. I'm, a, I'm, I want to believe that that's what happened. Let's put it I'm, that way. I was worried the defense didn't want to hurt Alex Smith. I wasn't worried about them getting hurt. I was worried about them not wanting to hurt Alex Smith. I, that, that was my big gripe. But I, I think, you know, this is a rivalry. <laughs> Joe, you got to agree. This is a rivalry. Yeah, um, it's, it's, I think it's, the Giants are going to win this game. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Sean, I think we all agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one should be interesting. Uh, we, we all picked the Giants. Know, yeah. and, uh, Sorry for the delay. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, – it's out again. Yeah, thanks, Sean. You're yeah, the man. It's out again. Okay. That's, That's a bummer because he's he's so insightful. This guy. He does. He is, and he, and he's usually his stats. He he knows what he's talking about. His his internet sucks. His internet are like <laughs> old college picks. 
It's a bar. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Hold on. Not, not I'm not the like one that's in the college picks, not I, just I, like his I, NFL picks too. Joe, show him the no. graphic. Hey, I I, 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 I admit, I yeah, admit, I admit, dude, I'm allowed to at least one week of going under 500, okay? So th- let's Wait, not even go there. Seven and uh, seven. Well, yeah, been, and, and you know what? I've in my defense, in my defense, most of my games were were less than a touchdown, five, six, three point games. So it could have gone either way. So y'all, everyone here. Everybody in this bracket, you got lucky that it ain't going my favor. Obi, y'all call just, me crazy. Obi, I'm, I was just, yes. Obi, I was just going through the list, and yeah. um, yeah. if you so, would have reversed your picks, you would have been eight and six. No way. You serious? Yeah. Yeah. If you would have just picked <laughs> the opposite of everything you picked, you would have had a winning week. Yeah, Roger that. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How's that feel? <laughs> How does that feel, big talker? Hey, I'm feeling great. I, hey, I still got a better winning percentage than you, so I'm happy. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite veteran on this show. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Owen, yeah, I appreciate by the way. it. Thank you. And, Thank and you very to, much. And to all of our veterans uh, that are that are checking us out, let me let me say this too. Um, I'm having a dreadful year in literally all of my fantasy leagues, and and somebody said to me uh, in in our group chat today, he goes. Why don't you draft better? I was like, bro, my quarterback's at Mahomes. <laughs> is is it my fault that 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 Montgomery is playing like garbage for the Bears, or that even with Moss out, Devin Singletary still still isn't producing? That's my fault. Is it my fault that the 49ers are all hurt? It wasn't my drafting, dude. It's like this this weird season from hell. Yeah. It's just been a weird season altogether, especially what we're dealing with, you know, with this pandemic and everything. So you're right, Joe. You know, those would you think they're good, they're not good, and it's just a toss up. But hey, you know, it is what it is. I mean, there's <laughs> always next the year. In general, that's just the NFL in general. Yeah, but it's but, always uh, good for next year. Yeah. I mean, Let- you could also be Isaiah with his uh, 22 and 20 record, just struggling to get by. Wait. Mind you, a lot of my picks are passion picks. So I, <laughs> I'm yes, so mind. I pick the Giants every week, and I'm in the lead. That, that don't I, work here, Zay. I that don't work it. here, Zay. I need to pick it up so there will be no more passion picks this year, this, for the rest of the year. Oh, here, here right? we go. There goes Alexander. I'm sorry, Alexander, but uh, your like, egos are going down. I like to assume by now anybody that watches this show certainly doesn't think, like, this is where I go to get my picks for the week. Oh, jeez, no, they're, no probably, that. they're probably laughing like look at them idiots i'm gonna go to the other team all due respect i i do better on the apps than i do this hey i, I got people texting me and offering me money for my picks that's all i'm saying to don't say, or better so <laughs> listen we'll see we'll see but, but i guarantee i'm winning this week so let's go all right all right okay let, let's see let's start things off <laughs> well let's start things off with the thursday night game colts go to the titans battle of the afc south what are you going with sean Yeah, he may have to send that in the text. Yeah. 
right. Then Joe. All right. I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the Titans on this one. Um, I think they I think they're getting back on track. I like the Colts here. I, you know, it seems Rivers has been extremely inconsistent, but. I think the Titans are one of the better teams in the AFC. I think a big win over the Colts sort of cements that for them. So I'm going to go with a uh, 24-20 Titans win. All right. Well, like I said, the passion picks are over. So I'm taking the Titans in this one. The Colts played well in the beginning of the last game, but at the end of the game, they showed you they're just not that good of a team. Absolutely. I, I, oh, my bad. Go ahead. I mean, no, sure. I'm just gonna I'm going to take I'm, I agree with you. I'm going for the Titans over the Colts. Yeah, uh, this is a, a sneaky game because I think the Colts can compete in this game. But the Titans are at home, and Derrick Henry's going to do his Derrick Henry thing, even though the Colts have a, an okay defense. Um, it should be interesting. I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. But I'm going to get the Titans to pull it out here and, and get the win. Now, heading into Sunday slate, Texans go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. We'll try Sean one more time. Sean, who you got? All right, Joe. All right, um, Sean. No, no, he's out again. All right, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think the Texans pull off the upset in this one. I feel like this is just one of those games where, just when you start to think maybe you could believe in the Browns, the Browns are like, <laughs> no, you can't. I think uh, you're going to see t- the Texans' best offensive performance of the season. I think they win this game, thirty-one to twenty-three. All right. Um, yeah, Sean's gonna have to like just write it down on like piece of paper and just hold it up or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Texans in this one. I think they were able to get all get back on track last week. I mean, be it against the Jaguars. But like Joe said, you really can't uh, trust the Browns. So I'm gonna take the Texans in this one. Big game for the Sean Watson. Hopefully a blowout. Let's go Texans. Because <laughs> we need a win. I'm going for the Texans on this one. I I, I like this spot. I'm two and one in this spot, picking the Browns while everyone is against me. I, I like this. I like the Browns to get it done. Uh, Baker Mayfield was put on the COVID reserve list after uh, being in close contact with a member of the staff who uh, tested positive, but uh, he, he was taken off. So, he, he is going to play the Texans. They have a lot of problems and, and it's really just Deshaun Watson versus everyone. And the Browns, Miles Garrett is underrated. He is a defensive player of the year candidate. He is playing very, very well. So I'm going to take the Browns to get it done at home against the struggling Texans team. Now, the Washington football team goes to Detroit to take on the Lions. That is not a politically correct picture there, Joe. I'm sorry. But who are you taking here? 
Okay, I understand it, but they're making it really difficult with this freaking logo. My God, to find the Washington logo has become impossible, and I just didn't really have the time nor the inclination for a 2-16. and 16. However, I will tell you this. I do think that the Washington Reds, the Washington football team, my bad, uh, are going to pull off an upset in Detroit against the Lions. Wow. Uh, yeah, I agree with Joe on this one. I'm actually taking. Uh, I'm going to take the Washington Redskins. I believe. Uh, I believe Alex Smith's going to get that. You know, career win. You know, comeback career win that he's been looking for. You know, get that win to solidify his comeback is complete, and it'll be against the Lions, who, quite frankly, aren't really good this year. <laughs> Why well, 100% disagree? I'm picking Detroit to beat Washington. All right. Yeah, I, I like this spot as much as I like picking the Browns when everyone's against me. I like picking Washington and everyone being against Ovi because I, I like Alex Smith, proud member of the U, the Utah Utes, the real U, and he will get it done. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, Zay. Utah is the real U. And Alex Smith, I, I like what he did. He, he had those picks, but uh, I think he comes in and he gets it done against a struggling Detroit team. Speaking of a struggling team, the one in seven Jags go to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I mean, th- this one should be pretty easy, Joe. Who are you taking? Well, the Jags are not winning this game. So Packers by a whole bunch, I don't know, 34 to 12, something like that, 41 to 8, I don't know, whatever you want it to be. A a lot to a little bit. The Jaguars clearly aren't in the league of the Packers. Uh, I don't know. My gut bothers me on this one. I believe the Packers are going to win, but I feel like I'll turn on the TV and Jags will be up 20 points before the half. But, uh, yeah, give me the Packers in this one. Hopefully they it's not a trap game and they find a way to win it. And I pick up another win this week because I need it. So, yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if the Jacksonville is going to be in the lead, but I think you're going to be closer than 14 points. So I'm, I'm still picking Green Bay over Jacksonville. No, this won't be closer than this. Like, I would take the spread if it was 21 points. Aaron Rodgers is going to have himself a day. He's going to show why he is in the conversation for MVP. He's going to destroy this defense and uh, Packers all day, all night, and twice on Sunday at Lambeau Field. They're going to get Aaron Rodgers MVP. Are you serious right now? You're telling me he's not in the conversation for MVP? He's always the conversation every year, and no, he is not. I didn't say he should not be in in the the conversation because there are other better quarterbacks than Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Guaranteed. Well, we got, we got a bye week coming up for the giants and we will get to our mid season bio awards and we can have that conversation then. Yes, sir. Let's uh, move on to the NFC South. The bucks coming off a tough loss. Tom Brady looked atrocious against the saints. Now they go to another NFC South uh, division rival, and they take on Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers. Joe, who you who you taking here? 
Well, look, I like Teddy Bridgewater as much as the next guy, but uh, I think anytime Tom Terrific is on your football team, Bucks are playing pretty good these days. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Buccaneers in, in a close game here on the road. I think the Panthers. I mean, I know CMC's out. Everybody's bummed about that. Uh, it's gonna ruin everyone's Sunday. Wah. Uh, but yeah, I think the Bucks just have a little more than the Panthers do. So I'll give them 28 to 17. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna like the thing. I think the Panthers look actually, I think they look really great, but I'm taking the Bucks too. I think it's only a matter of time before this AB to Tom Brady connection just explodes. So give me the Bucks in this one blowout divisional game. Sorry. <laughs> Don't, I don't see much offense for the Panthers in this one. Like you said, CMC is out. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I'm going for the Bucks, but pay attention to this game because they started at the opener at uh, seven-point favorite for the Bucks, and now they changed it to five points. So there's something going on behind the scenes that I don't know about, but um, I'm still picking the Bucks to win. But keep on, keep your eye out on this one. I'm going with uh, the Bucks to get it done too. I, I think Tom Brady bounces back from that bad loss, but but I'm with Ovi. I, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. People discredit how tough divisional games are in the NFL. These teams they they play each other twice, and it's hard to win against the team twice. So they play each other tough, and, and these games are a lot closer than people think. I, I think the Bucks win it, but the Panthers do do make them sweat it out a little. But uh. Speaking of divisional games, let's go to the AFC West as the Broncos go to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Who are you taking, Joe? Well, hmm, let's see. The Raiders, um, I feel like, you know, I, I saw a bunch of people picking the Broncos uh, earlier today when it came to this game, and I thought, you know, the Raiders are 5-3, and three, got a pretty good squad there. Uh, and everybody seems to be discounting them like they're the Bears or something. And I and I don't for the life of me understand why. Uh, I think they got enough weapons on offense. I think the defense uh, has done a good enough job for the Raiders. I'm going to take them in this one by a score of 27 to 17. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh I'm there. I'm starting to believe they're actually a really good team. Uh, I doubted them last week. I took the Chargers. I made a mistake, obviously, and <laughs> I won't make that mistake again. I'm actually going to take the going to take the Raiders in this one. I'm not really sure on the scoring, but I think Raiders definitely. I, I, I'm taking Raiders. I don't know about the score, but give me Raiders here. Okay. Can't really yeah, the Raiders are favored three and a half. But if you look at the money line on this one. 64% of the people are picking Denver to win this game. So, I, like I said, I mean, for the Raiders, this is a must win for them. This is we're, we're entering the second half of the NFL. They need to win to stay in contention. The, uh, the Raiders need it. it. I think there's more meaning for the Raiders than what it is for the Broncos. So, the Raiders got to win this game. Uh, I've been one of those people disrespecting the Raiders. Uh, I, I'm going to give them the respect that they deserve. I, I like Drew Locke a lot. I, I think he's fairly underrated. Not, not a lot of weapons, and the weapons he has are young. Uh, I, I think the Bronco. I, I think that offense will keep it 
pretty close, but I, I like the Ra- the Raiders are going to get it done at home. And, uh, yeah, the Raiders are definitely not getting the respect they deserve. But this is an interesting matchup. We got two rookie QBs going at it as the Chargers head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. What you what you got, Joe? Um, I'm really excited for this game. And um, earlier today, uh, I was on another show, and I was talking about the idea that the the Dolphins knew Tua Tagovailoa was ready for the NFL, and that's why they made that move. They definitely knew, babied him a little bit the week before. This past week, boy, uh, he looks like an NFL quarterback. They got a pretty good squad there. Um, I, again, everybody wants to scream about how amazing Justin Herbert is. I think you actually, Jace said something like there was no way the Raiders could go into Los Angeles and beat Justin Herbert in his one career win, uh, in a place that they've only played for one season. And, uh, you and I certainly had some fun via text as we discussed, uh, the idea that that was an insanely silly thing to say. Um, it would be like me saying there's no way Justin Herbert is going to Miami and beating Tua. Um, it's that's you know what I mean. Um, anyway, now that I said my piece on that, Jace, I feel better. Uh, so I am taking the Dolphins. Uh, the score will be uh, twenty-eight to twenty. I could have just said that, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Zach? Well, now that Joe's got his bid, I'm actually gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Dolphins in this one. I think two is playing great. Brian Flores got this team playing like they want the division, uh, and and they could possibly be playing for the division at the end of the year. Them, or dare I say, the Bills. So <laughs> give me the Dolphins in this one. Uh, again, could care less of the score. I'm just gonna take the Dolphins. I, I couldn't two rookies. I couldn't tell you. 18 to 15 final score. Miami wins. I, I, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I, I think this I think this is gonna be a shootout. <laughs> I, I think that's why. Everyone thinks it's a shootout, but it's gonna be the opposite. I, I don't know. I the chances, I, I of, the chances of those two young guys not getting into the end zone is low. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think that they're the two greatest quarterbacks on the face of the earth right now. They, they could eventually be, but those two guys not scoring a touchdown between them, boy, oh, boy, there must be a monsoon happening in Miami when that's going on. Well, actually, there is. I mean, they're going to have the tropical storm this weekend, so definitely pay attention be. to that. Hey, oh, dude, I mean, if that <laughs> happens, I could see it getting sloppy. I could see that. That's I'd what love I say. That. 1815, yeah. baby. I, I, no, no, this is going to be a shootout, and I think the Dolphins' defense is good enough. They're going to make the key stops. Joe, um, I, I said I don't see it happening. I don't see the Raiders coming in and beating the Chargers. I, 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 it was definitely a possibility, and I'll give you the respect. Like, like I said, I've been down the Raiders all, all year, and they finally got it done. Well, they've continued to get it done, and now I'm finally believing in them. But it, 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 it's going to be a great matchup between the QBs. It, it just comes down to the other pieces. And the defense that the Dolphins has is really good. 
and not a lot of other pieces that not a lot of weapons. I mean, obviously Keenan Allen, but really outside him, n- no one else for the Chargers. N- not they're not doing a lot defensively. They're keeping them in games. You know, for in the past five years, the Chargers have the most one loss games out of any team. It's like thirty-eight out of like forty-something games. Are the are, Giants are one on that score? List? Are one score losses yeah, uh, this season maybe? But like they, they're gonna, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a shootout. But it's just gonna come down to that last final drive. And uh, I think that if the Dolphins are gonna get the defensive stop, because the Dolphins have a good defense, and uh, to a time, it, it, it's for real and it's happening in Miami. And to us. He's the only rookie playing meaningful football right now. And he's got a chance to go to the playoff and playoffs. And it's interesting in Miami right now. It's very, very interesting. And I'm excited to see how the rest of the season plays out for the Dolphins. You know, it's funny. He, you know, he it doesn't quite step into the Pat Mahomes situation, but you're talking about like a really good college quarterback with a lot of talent who ends up on a team that is really good. And had a pretty good starting quarterback, and you step in while they're playing well. It's a this is a great spot. I mean, imagine if he makes the postseason his rookie year, coming off the college career he had, because Tua Tagovailoa thinks that the, there's 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 always a postseason at the end of his football season, and I think that's the right mindset the Dolphins could get him into literally in year one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And I agree with that. Like, he, all the pieces are in, in the right place. Brian Flores coming from New England, he, he knows. He he thinks that same way. And same with Kyle Van Noy, the big piece they picked up in the free agency. All Everything is starting to fall into place in Miami. And it, it's very intriguing. It's very intriguing that the Dolphins, they're, they're competing in football games. And, and I like it. But now, speaking of the AFC East, the toughest competitor for the Dolphins in that AFC East battle is the Bills, and they're going out west to take on the Cardinals. Who are you taking here, Joe? This is going to surprise everybody because everybody knows that he's my boy, but I think that Kyler Murray is a baller, and I think he likes these kinds of matchups. I think this is going to be quite a fun game. I think it's going to end up 38-31 Cardinals. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I agree. Though. I think uh, Kyle Murray, he's a big, he's definitely a big play quarterback, you know, big game quarterback. But um, I'm, I see the Bills winning this one. I don't see the Cardinals winning it. I know they, you know, they gave the Seahawks, you know, they gave them a hell of a game last time they played in a big spot. But I don't think the Bills and the Seahawks are on the same on the same playing field. I believe the Bills' defense is slightly better, right? More than slightly, a lot better than the Seahawks' defense. So I'm actually going to take the Bills in this one. Let me ask you this: You think the Bills are an eight and two team, and then conversely, you think the Cardinals are a five and four team and lose at home? Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. I just made the pick. Yeah. I just wanted to highlight. I just wanted to highlight where I see your logic failing. I'm well, look, sure others do. I know. I'm not that I want to change your mind. I get what you're weeks saying. Ago. Weeks ago, yeah. I told you the bills were going to be seven and two. You would have laughed at me. I wouldn't have. 
Because I at the time they were playing well. Now they're not, and they're Nine seven and two. And now I'm like, season started. Before the season started, if I said the Bills are going seven and two, you wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't believe. I would have. I would have believed you. No, you wouldn't. In the beginning I, of the I, season. In the beginning of the season, been screaming about Josh Allen all year. I said he's hey, the real deal, hey, top five guy. Well, I tell I you what. I tell you what. This, if you want to believe something, believe this: Cardinals will beat the Bills this Sunday. This one's really tough for me because I was the only one that picked the Bills to to be victorious against the Seahawks last week, and look what happened. But uh, I, I I like the Cardinals to bounce back. Heartbreaking loss against. The Dolphins, uh, I expect them to bounce back at home. Bills going from east to west, that, that's going to be rough. And uh, the Bills, the, their defense has struggled a lot. I do not – I expect Kyler Murray to get his. He's going to get his numbers. He's not going to have, like, a, spectac- a spectacular game. He's going to have an all right game. I, I think the one big flaw for the Bills is their run defense. And I think a guy like Chase Edmonds, I think he's going to have a day – uh, he had a day last year against the, the Giants around this time, and that was his real breakout game. I, I expect him to have a big, big game this week uh, and, and get it done at home for the Cardinals. Zay, I'll say this. If this game was in Buffalo, I would think about it a lot differently. The fact is, yeah. game's in the yeah. desert. There's um, no crowd factor. I, I, I'd agree with you if there were crowds. Conditions still matter. Though. Yeah, conditions don't matter. Yeah, the Bills are used to playing temperature dome. Thanks. It's hot in Arizona. Come on, but it's not like going to Lambeau and playing in the snow or New England in the, in January. You're going to play in a climate controlled dome. And the Cardinals are going to win. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. But like I said. You guys will be there's a, a three-hour so, time difference. There's a lot of factors here, Zay. Oh, yeah. Come on. Are you kidding? Probably, so who has a who? You said the bills. Lag. <laughs> They're probably already over there. Lose your luggage. Oh yeah. No, they usually fly out like Friday, right after the walkthrough. Like Seriously. In New York. Seriously. Like Seriously. Yeah, stuff like that happens. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Seriously. You know, you know what's yeah, happening. I'm saying lost luggage, Ovi. That's where I'm. That's my concern for the oh. this week. <laughs> Their luggage getting lost. <laughs> I don't know, Jace, man. Who you had, Jace? I picked the Cardinals. They, okay. They'll get the bounce back win. But uh, moving on from one <laughs> AFC West team, let, let's talk to Let's go into a AFC West matchup as the Seahawks coming off a rough loss to the Bills. They go to L.A. to take on the Rams. It, it's actually crazy. If you look at the spread, the Rams are f- favored one and a half point right points right now. Is is that the way you see it going down? Is the favorite gonna get the win here, Joe? I believe and I love the Seahawks and I think everybody I've made myself clear on how I feel about Russell Wilson. But I think the way this season's going, the way that division generally goes, I think both these teams walk out of there six and three. I think the Rams do win one late. I think Russell probably has a shot late to bring his team back. And it and it just doesn't end up happening. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with like a like a 35-31, like a like a crazy game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's gonna be a high scoring game, but I think the Seahawks are gonna pull it off. Russell Wilson is still my MVP of the year. He's still the best quarterback in the NFL in my eyes. But I, I think, like you said, one of those late game Hail Mary type of plays for Russell at the end of the game, and I think they actually get it done this time. 
unlike last week. So give me the Seahawks in this one. High score shootout. I doubt that, but uh, Rams have never lost at home, and they're not going to lose this Sunday. And you could cancel out Russell Wilson being the MVP of the league. Stop it already. The, I've been hearing that on the radio, on television. Yeah, he's great, but he ain't going to win MVP. Stop it. Focus on the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is going to be MVP again, so stop it already. I'm telling you right now. If, if the Patrick Rams Holmes, are going to beat the Seahawks and make Seahawks go from first to third place after this weekend. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. If you take Patrick Mahomes and you put him on the Seahawks, is he still your MVP? Patrick Mahomes, let's not go there. Patrick Mahomes is MVP right if now. If you take Russell Wilson and you put him on the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes will make any team better. Okay. All right. And, and Russell Wilson doesn't? I'm not yeah. saying he won't, but he's not, he's not better than Mahomes this year. You're going right. to tell me he is? Um, he's on my fantasy team, Pat Mahomes. He's this in my year, fantasy team, too. Dude, he's, he, I'll tell you right now, he's got three games over 30 points this year. He's got one game where he hit 40. Everything else has been like Matt Ryan numbers. I disagree. Pat, Pat Mahomes. Somebody, dude, somebody's been, doing you wrong in your league. I, I, I definitely, I mean, look, the, the Chiefs are a good team. They, he's got a great running game and a lot of good, a lot of good players around him. He's not, he's not having the year that Russ is having. He just isn't. That's a fact. Listen, and, listen. and, and you know what? You know, what's a fact you know what? is that the Rams sometimes, are going to win. Sometimes when every single person's talking about that guy, it's that guy. That guy is the guy. And maybe in this case, OV, Maybe it's you. Yeah, I'm the MVP. Wilson, I'm the MVP. MVP. All right, I appreciate it. Russell maybe Wilson is your right. Maybe every one of us is right, and you're wrong. Imagine that. Or, or maybe I'm right, and everybody else is wrong. Then want to flip a coin? Listen, listen. <laughs> we can continue this conversation when we get to our bye week awards coming up during the Giants bye week. Maybe Russell Wilson is your Mac Jones, Ov. We will see. But uh, I, I think the Seahawks Damn. will back and they'll get the win here. See how uh, I schooled you, Russell. Russell Wilson will have himself a day. Uh, I know it's going to be tough uh, against uh, Aaron Donald and. Jalen Ramsey, but, but I expect the Seahawks to get it done. And also, I, I think Jalen Adams will will finally get comfortable back into that defense and help that defense out a lot. I, I don't expect we'll see the same defense we have been seeing without Jalen Adams. I think he will bring a lot and, and change a lot of the uh, culture of that defense and, and the attitude of that defense. So I, I, I think the Seahawks will start to figure things out here. They'll get the win. And get it done. Well, we we we're going straight uh, back to back to back NFC West as the Niners go to Nolens to take on the Saints. Who are you taking, Joe? I wasn't sure that the Saints were a good team, and boy, you know, I mentioned earlier the Niners are having just a just a tough go of it this year. Nothing seems to go right for them. Uh, you know, and yet still those running backs, man, whoever they throw out there still manages to find a way. But uh, I do think the Saints are just going to be too much for the 49ers, especially in New Orleans. Uh, I just I don't see I don't see the Niners going into New Orleans and beating Drew Brees. Jace, get it? Yes, I get it. I love you. <laughs> love you. You're <laughs> my homie. 
<laughs> All right, what do you think, Zay? Yeah, I'm actually taking the Saints. Uh, we, I, I, we're looking at probably as teams that are going in two opposite directions. You're looking at the 49ers who can't seem to get healthy and the Saints who are actually getting healthier. So in that respect, I'm going to take the Saints. And they looked really good against the, the Buccaneers last week and I expect them to continue it. Oh, so. I'm picking the Saints. All right. Uh, we got a clean sweep here. Saints, did they get back to to rolling? They'll get it done. The, the Niners, uh, I think we got to label them with the F word. They're frauds. They, they, they uh, had that one good season last year. I understand they got a lot of injuries. And they showed a little bit of life in them mid-season i mean earlier in the season but but no they're frauds it's over saints things are starting to move and groove and go in the right direction for them there but they're gonna get it done at home in that dome uh but now, you guys hear me now yes 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 sure. all right uh yeah yeah i'm taking the saints in this one too all right, all right. Clean, yeah, sorry clean. for the sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, we figured it out. It's all good. All good. Wait. But, get a whiteboard and marker next time, so you can write. <laughs> hold it up. For yeah, us. for real. <laughs> I will stick with you, Sean. A, uh, AFC South uh, North battle: Bengals against the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers without Big Ben. He is on the COVID list. Who are you taking in this matchup, Sean? I'm going to take the Steelers, but uh, I think it's going to be a really close game because the Bengals, they're in every game. Uh, Joe Burrow is a professional, even as a rookie, and he keeps them in games. Uh, and if they're not able to go with Big Ben, um, I think the Bengals even have a chance to win. But I, I think Ben will be out there by Sunday. But I think the Steelers, even at 8-0, uh, we saw against the Cowboys last week. I don't, even, I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I don't even know if they're the second-best team. But uh, the Bengals are, I think, uh, inferior to the Steelers. So I think that they'll win in a close one. I'd probably say 27 to 24 uh, if Ben plays. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, again, you know, I thought – I, I kind of thought about it for a minute just because, uh, like Sean said, Burrow keeps it close. And if Ben is out, it certainly gives the Steelers uh, the opportunity to steal a win here. This is just the kind of game, generally speaking, where an undefeated team midway through the season loses to a inferior division rival. But I'm not doing it yet, so I will take the Steelers in a 23-17 win. All right. Yeah, definitely taking the Steelers in this one. Definitely uh, see them going 9-0. Both guys said, bro, he unfortunately does keep it close, but I think the Steelers team is built, you know, I built, think they built completely around and not just a quarterback. I think they have good receivers. They have a good run game. They have a good defense. So I think they'll be able to pull this game even if Ben doesn't play. I'm picking the upset on this one. I think that the Bengals, they're, they're playing very good football despite of what their record is. But I think that uh, they'll, they'll squeeze by and give Pittsburgh their first loss. Besides, the Steelers needs that loss. I mean, they've been playing garbage the last two weeks. And um, I think it's it's all right to pause a little bit, find themselves, and then get back in the groove of things. So let's go, Bengals. Let's do this. Go, Mom Burrow. They're eight and zero. We watch Giants football. 
That, that's that, that that is that's that's ridiculous, Ovi. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm that's, glad. That's, that's why we pick. That, that's that's insane. <laughs> uh, the, Prove me wrong, then. Uh, it, it, the Steelers are so good. It doesn't matter. You could put me. You could put Joe at quarterback. <laughs> there he, he is. is. Thank he you. He is adorable, isn't he? I understand yeah. why everybody's so obsessed with this guy, but come on, calm down. Jesus. <laughs> he's he's two five and one. Just uh, like Justin Herbert's two and six. And then why Steelers, does it, why Steelers does don't every, even play with, without Ben. So what's why the problem? Why everybody act you know like, Ben doesn't why matter? Does, it's the defense. Why does everybody really? act the defense really? Everybody, it's the defense for all three teams. It's the same problem. But only Giants fans are like, wow, this guy just sucks. Our guy's the worst. And it's like, you got the same record as everybody else. What are you morons talking about? Wake up. Burrow and Herbert are playing so much better than Daniel Jones, even just because the record. I feel like that's your your only stat for QBs is the, the record that they have. And Herbert's the only reason that they've won those games or even in those games, I think. Wait. Uh-huh. What? Why? I don't know if that's the case. They have better stats than Jones. I, I, I'm not sure if that's totally. Herbert, e- Herbert easily has better stats than Jones, and he doesn't turn the balls over as much. And he's been running. Hold on, Joe Burrow is second. In, Let's uh, compare Herbert's first year to Jones's first year. Herbert's numbers are better. Correctly. When Jones had a full offseason and everything. Uh, Jones had a five-touchdown game last year and two four-touchdown games with no picks in those games. I haven't seen Herbert do that. He was 24 touchdowns to 10 interceptions last year, something like that. Uh, am I crazy? No, it was, yeah, it was 24 touchdowns in 12 games. I think Herbert would definitely be above that pace right now if you were to take his touchdowns and uh, he's got. He's at nine games. games. He's only got five, what, four more games to get. He's got to figure All right, out. Listen, to back up what I was just saying, the last three the last three games from the Steelers, they came close to losing. And I just got a feeling that they'll get this loss against Cincinnati. Doesn't matter what the record is or anything else like that. It's just how they're – has been playing the last three weeks. How they struggle against the Cowboys, I have no idea. All right? They they barely won against the Ravens and the Titans. So, again, I think this is the game that Cincinnati could pull it off. That's my backup right there. All right. All right. We, we will see. But uh, continuing with the NFC, uh, AFC North, Ravens go to Foxborough to take on the struggling Patriots. Prime time, Sunday night in Foxborough. Sean, who you got? I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. Uh, I think the Ravens are the second best team in the AFC behind the Chiefs. Um, and the Patriots, they showed some signs of life uh, late in that game. Even though it was the Jets, uh, the Jets came out and played pretty well. Uh, Flacco had a good game. But I think Cam will start to get it going a little bit. Um, I think that it's going to be a rough week against the Ravens defense. But um, I think that they'll get it going a little bit, and then I think the Ravens will pull away uh, later in the game. But I think that this uh, Ravens rushing attack will just be too much for the Pats. Uh, Lamar is going to have a huge game. They'll get Gus Edwards going, J.K. Dobbins. So the Ravens will just be uh, too physical uh, later in this game, and the, they'll hold on to win, I'd say, uh, 34 to 24. I feel so bad for Bill Belichick. I really do. There's, I mean, there's just nothing that they can do. They're in a really tough spot and in a really bad way. Um, 
I agree with Sean uh, that the Ravens are at least the third best team in the AFC, and I don't think they'll have any trouble uh, with the Patriots. I know Bill's going to fight and, and and try to keep his team in the game. I just think the Ravens are are just too good of a football team. I can't see this being closer than a 10, 12, 15-point game. Definitely taking the Ravens on this one. I won't be that guy. Uh, there's definitely nothing – there for the Patriots offensively. There's nothing there defensively. <laughs> it's the greatest quarterback ever to grace the NFL. I looked up the numbers. He's got 17 touchdowns in seven games, which would be 34 or more than 34 over a 16-game season. So sure, I picked the Ravens. And they'd yeah. be 4-12. and 12. Give me the Ravens, even though they're the fourth-best team That's in the good. AFC. The fourth-best team in the AFC. I don't know how you guys are counting, but they're the fourth-best team. Okay. That would be behind the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Bills. Sean, am I wrong to say that the quarterback's play dictates the wins and the losses? I mean, if if I'm wrong, and maybe I just don't understand football after 45 years on this earth, but to me, at the end of the day, look, I've been a Giants fan my whole life, and I've seen, I saw Eli Manning spend his career being compared to his brother. As if Eli couldn't have gone to Indianapolis and put up those kinds of numbers in, like, uh, a spread offense. But the job he had was Giants football. And so when we start comparing apples to oranges, I I mean, I just, I don't get it. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, right, I mean... I know Cowboys fans who hate Dak despite all the all the points and all the yards the dude puts up. I'll take because it. you want to win games. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, I, I've been saying I, all year, real quick, I've been saying all year, look, if Daniel Jones can win games or keep this Giants team in games and show me with a little bit more help, he could be a guy that consistently wins 9, 10, 11 games a year. He's my guy, especially in New York. I, I'm happy yeah, I, with that. I agree. I, I just don't. But think you also did. said earlier you don't think Daniel Jones is at the level of Justin Herbert. I, I, and again, no. you're talking about stat wise, and you're talking, you're comparing an offense that's different than the Giants' offense, and you're talking about a team that's because their defense is so bad is often trailing, which certainly helps Justin Herbert throw the football a lot. He's got to throw a ton of touchdowns, but for his efforts, he's done nothing better than Daniel Jones has record wise. I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree that the Chargers and Bengals and Giants are all pretty much in the same boat. They're all bad teams. I'm just saying Burrow and Herbert have put their teams in better spots than Daniel Jones has to win these games. If if Herbert or Burrow is the quarterback of the Giants for this season, I think they finish those games. I think that they finish the games against the Bears, the Eagles. You're saying saying that nothing because in their own games where it's been close, they haven't delivered. Thank you. They don't win on their own. They're going to win on a worse team. I get what you're saying. I do. Defense is handing everything to Daniel Jones to win the game. While meanwhile, the Bengals and Chargers defense aren't doing anything, and Justin Herbert has to go. And he's the reason that they're in these games. Daniel Jones isn't the reason that the Giants are in these games. That's pretty much what I'm saying. Who do you think's keeping the Giants in the game? The defense, easily. So the defense scores all the points. No, they don't. Well, they've scored a lot of the points this year. I mean, the Giants' offense the past couple weeks, uh, they have got it going. Daniel Jones has played a lot better. But the defense is the reason they're in these games. Every week. Right, sure thing. You're the the guy that said at the start of the season that they get three and outs after three and out after three and out and they can't stay on the field and it's all in the Giants' defense, which is completely right. That's how it's been. 
And the last couple of weeks, they've been staying on the field, which obviously Daniel Jones has played better. But right. I, to say that he's been keeping the Giants in these games is completely asinine. So, so, oh, wow. All right. So, listen. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, no, speak your mind. Say how you feel. <laughs> I, I usually don't get this fired up. Don't hold space, back, Johnny. Don't hold back. Space. Sean, no one, no one, <laughs> listen, no one here is disputing what you're saying. And I, and I certainly, I, I certainly get what you're saying. And, and say you guys can duke it out if you want. My my more of my point is it's easy to say if Justin Herbert was on the Giants that they would be better. I, I'm telling you, if you if you look at the Giants record, again, this team very easily, that record could be completely reversed the other way, and they could be a, a, a seven and two fraud. But they're two and seven because of mostly the way Daniel Jones has played. But throw in Angram, throw in some bad coaching plays, call in a couple of defensive lapses, and they're two and seven. It's, yeah, I'm not saying okay. it's all good. The idea that the Giants couldn't just as easily be seven and two if a couple things had gone their way tells me that Jones is is close. I, I mean, I don't Daniel Jones has probably lost as many games this year that he's responsible for directly as Justin Herbert has for the Chargers. All right, all right. L- listen, this is a good the argument. The last three weeks, hold on, the last three weeks. Jones has played better, and Herbert's regressed a little bit to me. That's what I'm seeing even in the numbers. The last three weeks. That's your your opinion. It's not. Those are statistics. But listen, four weeks ago, I wasn't sure Daniel Jones was even the guy in New York anymore. And I I do believe he's got got the weapons. He's got the ability and the skills. All right. And that was my argument. I I promised Ovi we'd get to all four downs on time. So we have to move on. We will continue this conversation. It will come up. Like, like I've been saying, we have the bye week awards, and, and I will bring up this conversation. We will continue this conversation during the bye week. But let's move on. Last game, Monday Night Football, Vikings go to Chicago to take on the Bears. Who you got, Sean? Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings uh, on this one, the road team. I think uh, this is two teams that are trending in different directions. Uh, Vikings offense has been obviously explosive. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been playing like the best back in the league. And uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen is a pretty good uh, receiver combo too. And the Bears offense, I just I just don't have any trust in them. Uh, their offensive line is one of the worst in the league. Nick Foles looks lost out there the last couple of weeks. So I think it will be a um, relatively low-scoring game because I think the Bears will kind of hold the Vikings in check a little bit. But um, I think the Vikings will pull it out late, um, 27 to 16. Yeah, um, I also have the Vikings winning on the road. I think these are two teams that are going in very different directions. It seems like the Vikings have figured it out. Dalvin Cook, you know, uh, let me say this. I think Dalvin Cook is one of those guys right now who is proof, like, like Josh Jacobs, that if you have a stud back that you can just – like ride to victory like that's a good thing and uh it's really working out well for the vikings but i'm with you sean i i I mean i also thought the bears um have been a fraud all year and i think that this is this will put these teams back to about where they played this is like two 500 teams i think the vikings eventually will get to 500 maybe they finish eight and eight uh i think the bears probably finish seven and nine or six and ten that's the way their seasons are going so I'm with you. Yeah. I'm gonna take the Vikings. Looking like they're starting to figure things out. As the Bears are look like they can't figure anything out, so I'm gonna have to go and take the Vikings on this one. 
Listen, uh, I've been riding with them all season. This is going to be the one game that if they can't pull it out, I'm jumping off the the wagon. But uh, I've been riding with the Bears. I'm going to continue to ride with the Bears. And like what you like that comment you just brought up from Ryan Sullivan, and like what you just said about how good a good running back can be. Just think about how scary the Giants would be once Barkley's back. Yeah, let's not forget about that. And this running and this uh, O-line that's starting to do well in the run game. I don't know. know. Should be interesting. Also, real quick, I just want to – let me just point out that I like the fact that Sean quoted me as he argued. You know what I mean? Like, that was was particularly sharp, dude. You're like, you're the one that said it. And I was like, oh, I was. Damn. Uh, Yeah. Okay. He melted me. He did. I got, I got uh, the receipts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, before we move on, buys this week: Falcons, Cowboys, Chiefs, and the Jets. But let's dig into fantasy. Uh, we are on a time crunch, so we're not going to talk about the CMG league. Uh, I, I got a matchup with OV. That should be easy. But let's get into fantasy locks. Uh, Joe's streak came to an end. This Screeching week. halt. As he picked it. James Conner. <laughs> Got him four points. Uh, Sean was victorious this week with DK Metcalf, 23.8. Then right behind him was Isaiah with Juju Smith-Schuster, 21.3. Hey, real quick. He did... And he did say when I picked Connor, he goes, right game, wrong guy. <laughs> yes. Schuster for 21-3, please. Yeah, yeah you're right. And uh, I picked Danny Dimes, 12.88. That's like my range right there from 10 to 15. I can get you those points. Anything else, I, I just can't get over it. And, and I'm, I, But I, I think this week I, I got it. As I'm going with Tua, it's Tua time. He's going to get it done against a mediocre Chargers uh, uh, offense. I mean, defense. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a shootout. Tua's going to get it done. And uh, Tua all day, Bay Bay. Sean, uh, I'm going to go. I hate to do it because uh, it's, it's pretty much a lock, but uh, I got to go with Devonta Adams. Uh, He's on my fantasy team, and every week uh, he's, he's putting up 28 points a week. So uh, if, if he has a disaster this week, uh, that's on me. But uh, I, I'm willing to go with Devontae Adams because he, he's putting up monster numbers every week. And he's keeping my fantasy team uh, in the league right now. So Devontae Adams against the Jags. Sean, I'm going to roll with you kind of Zay style. I'm going to say right guy, uh, right game, wrong guy. I got Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams. I think you and I could go neck and neck for the points this week. Yeah, probably. Fortunately, you guys got the wrong game, but Joe, you got the right position. Listen up, folks. Lamar Jackson, as he runs past the cones in New England, because there ain't no players there. He will run it up this week. He will score on the ground. He will score through the air. He might even kick a field goal. Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you, folks. Uh, that's great. I I'm mean, surprised to see him play kick return, punt return. I'm telling you, it's going to get ugly. He play a little defense, too, this week? He can play some safety. I like get a, it. Get a pick or two? But, uh, <laughs> Wait, camp's stolen. Who can't get a pick? Uh, I, I like those. I, I like 
this is our first week. Like, I really, really like these picks. It's going to be a dogfight. I, I feel it. And uh, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued to see how this week comes out with the fantasy picks. But uh, that's going to do it for drawing about the G-Men. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you tune in right after this. Uh, right after this, we're going to all four downs, talking college football. There's my guy, Justin Herbert. But uh, thank you guys for watching. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Clovercrest Media Group. Uh, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, go to clovercrestmedia.com. If not, go there, check out any of the 30 podcasts we got there. Also, want to shout out CMG on Twitch. Tomorrow night, we will be doing a game night on there. Clovercrest Media on Twitch. Check that out. Um, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and like Clovercrest Media Group on uh, YouTube as well. Subscribe because we go live there too. Thank you guys for watching, and we hope to see you next time. Jay, start showing my Notre Dame some love. I'm watching tonight. Show my Notre Dame some love. We're the best I team will, in college I will, football. I will, I will, I will. We are. Okay.